Hello and welcome to the Daily Phys Ed Podcast for Tuesday the 1st of May. My name is Nathan Horn from iPhysEd.com and this is the Daily Phys Ed Podcast, a daily physical education podcast where I share with you reflections on my teaching practice, tips, techniques, strategies, technology tools, and all other things physical education. Thank you for joining us um, for another episode of the Daily Phys Ed. Today was a fairly light on teaching day for me. I saw some grade threes this morning and then three grade five classes uh, and that was it for my day. The gym from about 11.30 onwards today was out as we had the Upper Fraser Valley uh, badminton championships happening in our gym. Uh, so I had to get outside with my last grade five class, but I was able to spend uh, the morning with my grade threes and my other two grade five classes in the gym. Grade threes are doing some striking and fielding games right now. And luckily I had both sides of the gym. So I had the double gym, which was great. Um, and so we played a game of T-ball. Um, so this was, I guess the students have been playing a version of uh, kickball or uh, crazy baseball last week. But today I got the tee out, the baseball bat out, uh, put the bases down, and the students began uh, playing a, a version of t-ball um, that was very, very similar to, to what a baseball or softball or t-ball game might look like. Now, the only modification that I made to this game, um, and it's a modification that I like to make often in terms of uh, striking and fielding games, is often when students are running to a base with younger students, they tend to try and crowd that base at the fielding team and block that base or block the area around that base, which makes it difficult for the runner, but also makes it unsafe for the runner. So I often like to have a second base um, or a second object, which would serve as uh, the object which the fielding team are trying to get the ball to, whether that's another base, whether it's a hoop, whether it's a spot, um, that is placed just a couple of meters away from uh, the the base that the runner's going to. So it's almost like a double diamond, um, and I often place that uh, that second base uh, on the inside of, of the running base so that it doesn't force the fielding team and the running team to cross paths. Today I used some cricket stumps for that purpose, so what the fielding team needed to do was to... Um, Instead of getting the ball to the base to tag the runner out, uh, they would just have to try and get the ball back uh, to hit that cricket stump. So they could either run with the ball and carry it and and touch the stump, or if they felt like they had the skill, they could throw the ball um, and have it hit the stump. So now as soon as the ball hit that stump, if the player was not safe on the base, then they would be out. So I found that this worked really, really well, and it enabled me to question students um, about where the best place to, to, to throw the ball to as a fielding team to, um, so that they would start to think about uh, their options. So looking at where the runners were going to, where um, it would be better to throw it to try and get somebody else, uh, get somebody out, sorry. And I felt like most of the grade threes got that really, really well. Similarly with the batting, uh, in the first round of batting, uh, players were just stepping up and hitting the ball without really thinking about uh, the position to where they were hitting it. Uh, So a couple of times, for example, students who were running to first base would hit the ball uh, close to first base and they would get themselves out. Or um, alternatively, they would um, send the ball towards the home base when they had a runner coming from third, uh, meaning that that runner would get out. So we talked about the best place to hit the ball and how that would constantly change and how we need to, before we um, hit the ball, and step up and take a look at the situation that is facing us. Look where the fielders are, look where our runners are, and then make our decision about where we're going to hit it uh, based on that. Now, um, with a T-ball style game, it's much easier to do this because you don't have that... uh, 
I guess, open-ended or the different, um, I guess, complexity of the ball coming towards you and you're having to control it. The ball is stationary already, so it's a fairly closed skill. You can really direct that ball a lot easier. So that was the grade threes this morning with their striking and fielding game. Um, and then the grade fives, we were continuing with some invasion games. Now, they've been doing some um, mat ball, which I've talked about, and we've been using that as an assessment tool to look at decision-making, skill execution. Uh, we did some pass maps uh, in the last week. Today, uh, I had two games set up. I had uh, a European handball-style game, so we used the same rules as mat ball, but rather than scoring by passing to somebody on the mat, now you're scoring by throwing the ball into the net. Uh, on one side of the gym, on the other side of the gym, we had some indoor soccer. So both uh, versions of invasion games, and then the students just rotated through those uh, different games, playing different teams in the two different um, sports. So uh, I wanted to do that to give them an exposure to basically the same game, um, just using different skills. So handball using your hand and, and soccer using your feet to see if they could identify any um, similarities between the two games. Now, I often find at this level in grade five, grade four, with students playing soccer uh, or indoor soccer in particular, that there isn't a lot of passing that takes place. Uh, it is just a lot of students running around trying to kick the ball as hard as they can. So I did stop and talk to the students about the idea of trying to use the space effectively, looking for passes, um, and how often uh, by passing it to someone who is into space, it enables them then to dribble um, and to, to be able to score, whereas otherwise you just have a cluster of students running around. So watching uh, the handball game and the way that the, the students use space and thinking about map ball and the way that they use space and spread out around the space uh, to see if they could transfer that sort of tactical understanding across into uh, a soccer game. So that was something that we spoke about and something that the students were working on and some teams did a better job than others in terms of uh, being able to do that and to work some passing out. So um, some other rules that I could have put in was uh, you needed to make a certain number of passes in your team before you're able to take a shot. Uh, I've done that before. It's like, okay, you've got to complete five passes before you're allowed to take a shot, and that encourages students to pass. Um, um, so thinking about ways that you can change the game to, to encourage certain behaviours is always um, a good way to go about it. So that was really it my day, my day teaching-wise. I uh, spent the afternoon doing some admin work, um, doing up the minutes from our department meeting last night, uh, sending out uh, a few emails, trying to arrange our upcoming gymnastics, uh, which will be taking place in a couple of weeks, um, and working on the budget, uh, looking at how much money we have remaining for the rest of this year, and then thinking about booking in dance for next year. So that was my day. Um, that was my reflection on my day. Heading home now. Uh, I'm going to spend some time with my wife and daughter before I head off to ice hockey again tonight. Uh, this will be our fifth session. We're starting to get towards our games. Um, and I guess uh, I've spoken a little bit about this before. I felt like the first couple of sessions, I made some really, really good strides and improvements, um, particularly in my skating skills. Um, but then sort of third week, I felt like I felt, fell away a little bit, like and I was struggling, especially with stopping. Um, however, last Last week, I felt like I sort of found that edge back um, and started to make some improvements again. So looking forward to getting there tonight, um, continue to work on my skills, getting ready for some games in a couple of weeks' time. So for today, that is all for the Daily Phys Ed Podcast. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow for another episode of the Daily Phys Ed Podcast.